For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Potosi Brewing Company on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Rust, I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshy DiMaggio. You, the Scalzo and Brust family. Benny, tell the people about the delicious Potosi Brewing Company. Well, they have the Snake Hollow right now. If you don't go to Woodman's Pick and Save, Piggly Wiggly, Hy-Vee, Steve's, wherever you get your booze and pick up some Potosi, you're not doing it right because it's a Wisconsin-based brewery where, that has a wonderful museum, a great museum, a brewery museum. All the profits that Potosi brings in from their beer sales goes not to profit. So there's no reason not to go get Potosi beers because it's delicious, it's from the state of Wisconsin, and it all goes to good. Potosi Brewing Company, get that snake hollow, enjoy some delicious Potosi Brewing Company beers. It's Thursday, it's time for Over Under on Scalzo and Brust. Will the guys hit the over, or Strophy's will they disappoint it. like they usually do? It's time for Over Under Par on Scalzo and Brust, presented by Wild Rock Golf Club. Experience championship golf in the heart of Wisconsin. For the best rates, go to wildrockgolf.com. All right, here is how the Over Under game works. Josh DiMaggio, he picks a category. We don't know what it is. He sets an Over Under line. We don't know what that is either. Of correct answers that... Ben and I will get out of 10 guesses within the category. We have one caller on the over, one on the under. Today, caller number three was Chad. Uh, He went with the over. He believes in us. That means Tim in Verona, sorry, Tim, is stuck on the under. Benny and I, we team up. We get 10 guesses to get as many right answers in Josh's category as possible. The over-under winner wins a pair of golf passes to Wild Rock Golf Course. Alrighty, we are deep into the NBA playoff, NBA postseason. So I went with an NBA postseason over under. I'm why? Looking... Why did you say playoffs? Change it to postseason, then stick with postseason. It felt weird. It is the NBA playoffs. That's okay to say. No, it's the postseason. It's the NBA playoffs. It's the postseason. What's the difference? It's I'm the just NBA doing it because playoffs. Ben mentioned something that meant playoffs. nothing and led us down a road that was going nowhere. No, so you I was stopped just bothering yourself. Him. Playoffs season. <laughs> We're talking about playoffs? We are. Lo- I'm looking for the active leaders in postseason points. Career points. So when you say active leaders, it c- could have been a, a guy who played and knocked out of the playoffs this year already? Yes, he's just saying that still in the league is an active player. Did they play in 2021? Yes. Okay. Sorry, don't be jerks. You're, I mean, you're pretty you much asking it. what active meant, right? Like... Yeah, active. To me, active is a team that's playing right now. They're active. They're out there. And if they're not, they're sitting out in their home. So they're not active. Fair question. Dumb question. Could be both. (laughs) All right. So uh, 
Active leaders in postseason NBA points. What's the over-under? Six and a half. I feel like that's doable. Oh, man. All right. Kevin Durant. Final answer. You gotta let us say final answer, jerk. Kevin Durant Not is threat, second. Uh, LeBron James. LeBron James, unsurprisingly, is first. Alright, so the knock-on final answer here. Steph but Curry. I would go Steph. We've got... Um, Chris Paul. Kawhi. I like Steph and Chris Paul before Kawhi, just because of longevity. Steph Curry, final answer. Steph is fourth on the list. Chris Paul, final answer. Chris Paul is seventh on the list. I got one for you here. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, final answer. Carmelo Anthony is tenth. Whoa. Whoa, confident, but tenth on the list. It on counts. List. Five for five. Well, you want to talk about longevity? Carmelo's got it. Now, he didn't go to the playoffs with the Knicks, like ever, but um, you don't think Kawhi? With all those Spurs, Spurs Kawhi Raptors, Leonard. He was the MVP Clippers. of yeah. the NBA Finals. I mean, there's a lot of games that he's played. Kawhi Leonard, final answer. Kawhi is fifth. So we are six for six. We need one more to win, Chad, the two golf passes to the wonderful yeah, Wild Rock Golf Course. We've got one, two, four, five, seven, ten. So there's somebody else that's number three that we're missing. Utah Jazz, no. I mean, you got to just go, who's been in the Paul played George? James Harden? Oh, absolutely. James Harden, James Harden final, final answer. answer. James Harden is third. Mm-hmm. And Ky- Chad's our winner. Kyrie Irving, I mean, he was, with, mm-hmm. he was with Cleveland when they won the title, what, in 16, was it? Yeah. I don't think he's top 10. Brooke Lopez? No. No. He's the all-time points leader for the Nets. Nets. But the Nets didn't make the playoffs. No, that's why I pulled off. I was just trying to think longevity. Well, we already won there, so take your shot. Go for it. What did I say before that? Tyree? Kyrie Irving, finally. No? Yeah. Um, Paul George? Everyone in this room. I was going to say, everyone in the room is not not. Paul George is ninth. So not Kyrie... So we're eight of nine. If the tenth guess is oh, it an Clay? obvious one, Clay, is it Clay, yeah, Clay Thompson. I mean, Steph Clay. I mean, I know, but, but he, it's just about a game. You're right. And you're he right. scores a lot he's of been, points. He's like hey, that's the thing. If they make it to the finals, just you're just gonna games. get more games. So the last one was a teammate, teammate with two of the players on the on the list. Draymond Green? Nope. Kevin Love? Nope. Two teammate of two of the players on the list. James Harden, CP3. I. What is it? Who is it? You guys don't want to go ten for ten? Well, we already did. Are we it. dumb? We already did it. Uh, it's Russell Westbrook. You know what? I wrote down Russ, Russ. Harden, teammates, Harden, yeah, Durant, Durant, Oklahoma City. Yeah, I wrote down Russ too. Here, look at that. Nice. We didn't, you didn't, <laughs> say, I didn't it. say it. Good though. job. I, yeah. I, I Congratulations it. for I writing it, and not saying it. Well, we already won the damn game. I know, but we wanted ten for ten. But I ruined that with Kyrie. Yes, you did. Uh, congratulations to Chad. Where's he from? Where's he from? Uh, this is Madison, our friend Chad. I don't want to say his last name, but you'd recognize it. Yeah, Chad in Madison. Congratulations to you. Uh, your winner of Over Under Par, presented by Wild Rock Golf Course. You'll win a pair of passes to play the beautiful Wild Rock 
golf course. Impressive performance there by the Scalzo and Bruss crew, per usual, um, as we continue to dominate Josh DiMaggio in over under. 800-990-3776. What? Josh said something in my ear, and it's freaking me out. Is he calling somebody? What do you, no, he's just talking to Chad. Did you hear what Josh said to you? No, he didn't say it to me. I just said the last name that's on the piece of paper that I didn't realize. Oh. Because I figured you'd recognize the name. So here's the thing. I thought he said Wax. And that's the name of our market manager here in GKB Milwaukee, in which you mentioned earlier that I had a weird run-in with him because I'm super awkward when it comes to talking to him. I don't think it's that you're super awkward talking to me. You are like a little kid that's willing to just say whatever's on your mind in that moment to people. It's endearing in some cases. In some cases, it gets you into trouble. I I do. Did you? You were kind of looking over here earlier because Wex did peek he, his head he, in here. Why did he come in here? I'm all nervous now. Is he watching over me since I asked him, is he going to retire? He just wanted to know how it went and what I thought of you pushing him into retirement early. And you probably said it made me cringe and I did not like it I said it, it was bit. very rude to say something about oh, someone, Josh, someone the Scalzo-Brust family so fond of. That's our friend. That's our guy, man. He's a big part of the Scalzo and Bruss family. He's the official and official boss of the Scalzo and Bruss family. Is he on the VIP list for the family reunion? Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. on the <laughs> VIP list. for the fa- Unless we want to pay for this whole damn thing, he's on the VIP list for the Scalzo and Bruss family reunion. If, if we can make double VIP, super VIP, he goes on that list. Whaler54 chimes in, says the reason Aaron Rodgers is upset is because his personal cook quit. Is that true? I don't know. I have no idea. It's the whaler. He's the official unofficial whaler of Scalzo and Russ. It's got to be true. 800-990-3776. The media says Rodgers is dug in. He doesn't want to come back to the Packers. All of Rodgers' former teammates are saying, no, no, there's a chance he could come back to the Packers. Who do you believe? Who do you trust? And why do you think Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back? Because we've heard every single reason under the sun, and we've heard every reason under the sun disputed. 800-990-3776. And when I say, who do you trust when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers conversation, Conversation. You shouldn't trust me. I'm biased. I am the number one Aaron Rodgers supporter. I want him back. And everybody in these situations is biased, right? I mean, we all are biased, but I will also say that I am also Mr. Jump Around. Because when I see Aaron Rodgers' highlights on Twitter, because I follow some of these guys that just throw out highlights of random Aaron Rodgers clips, and I think about how great he was in year two of Matt LaFleur's offense, just sitting back, throwing dimes, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, it's hard for me to imagine Jordan Love under center. And part of me was looking at tickets, and still is looking at tickets to the Love train, but there's no way that this Packers team could be anywhere near as good. No, with- but but Jordan, I mean, Aaron Rodgers wasn't that guy, his first year start. I know, but I'm just saying to think that we could go potentially from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love just hurts my heart after but how it all great has, he was last year. It's one person's decision, and that's Aaron Rodgers. It's not the team pushing Rodgers out. It's not the fans, it's not the coaches, it's not his teammates, uh, it's not the Whaler, it's not Mark in New Berlin or Jen Latta, who's on the, the love train, or Chad in Oconomowoc, or Chad's best friend, or Chad's ex-wife. Like It is only on Aaron Rodgers, and he's the guy who has the power to say, nope, I want to be back, or I want to leave. Now, he can't leave, but he'll either say, I want to be back, or I'm not going to play, and the Packers... I'm not going to get rid of them. So now, in, if you want, in that scenario, are you saying that the front office and Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy, pretty much whatever they do, isn't going to change anything because Aaron Rodgers is just going to come up with whatever he wants in his head to fit whatever narrative he has going I at the no time? I have no idea. I have no idea. 
Like, I mean, I mean, ultimately, uh, ultimately, like they might be able to figure it out. They're going to continue to try and try and try and try because they know that it gives them the best chance to win the Super Bowl. But at some point, if he doesn't start playing this season and he retires or whatever, they're going to have to say, "Okay, Love is our guy." What's next? And the next offseason, it's very possible to be traded. But I am of the belief that he will not be traded from the Packers until 2022. I mean, I tend to agree because that's when they'll get the best value. Now, when you talk about being an MVP, but without the ego, you're talking about Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. She is the MVP when it comes to windows and doors. She replaced my windows and doors in my older home. It's changed everything. We save on energy costs month after month. Not only that, they look great. They're easy to use. And you can get them installed in eight weeks. They're still doing that right now. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It's impossible to get anything done anywhere with anybody, but not with Gina Della, the MVP from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So upgrade today, and you're going to get MVP-level uh, financing. Six-year, no-interest financing. Or, if you don't need the financing, you can choose 40% off installation. You're going to get MVP quality. Voted number one for highest value, highest quality, highest innovation, and most preferred windows. According to a 2021 consumer survey, not only in the state of Wisconsin, but around the country. So don't wait. Order by June 30th for that choice. Six years, no-interest financing, or 40% off installation. Set your free consultation today. PellaWI.com slash radio. PellaWI.com slash radio. Call 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855 855- Five Pella WI 800-990-3776 We'll open up the phone lines We want to talk to you The Scalzo and Brust family About Aaron Rodgers next On Scalzo and Brust You're listening to Scalzo and Brust I don't know That's like an, I could see an Ivy League Calvin Brust Not saying that you would go to an Ivy League <laughs> Well I did get into Stanford People forget that it's not It's not part of the Ivy League, Ben. Well, no, I know, but if you get into Stanford, you're likely to get into the Ivy Leagues. Uh, One of them, at least. based on an athletic scholarship. Well, yes. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. You think he's going to be at the Bucks game tonight, guys? Game six, the Pfizer Forum, no. the Deer District's going to be on fire. Maybe tonight's the night. Rodgers comes back, fires up the Bucks, begins their turnaround. I think Jerry Garcia has a better chance of turning up at the Bucks game than Aaron Rodgers. The guitarist for the Grateful Dead, right? He's a member of the Grateful Dead, yes. He does play the guitar. I finally well, got how that How likely one. do you think it is that Jerry Garcia shows up tonight? Zero percent. Yeah, I agree. Aaron Rodgers, 0%. Do you know why one would be more unlikely than the other? Is Jerry not with us? Jerry's not with us. R.I.P. Jerry. It's been a while. Greg poured one out. Gotta pour one out to Jerry. It's grateful that Thursday here on Scalzo and Brust. We are presented by Potosi Brewing Company. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Uh, You are the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Calling us, texting us 800 990 3776. That's what JR in the car did. He says, JR in the car here. I am a huge Aaron fan and want him back at all costs, but I don't know what Aaron's definition of love is. He says he loves his teammates, his coaches, and fans. Well, I love my wife and wouldn't 
put her through all this BS. So what does I love them mean? Like he isn't lying us to us per se, but he sure as hell isn't telling any truths either. No, he is lying to you, JR, in the car. You love Aaron Rodgers because he throws touchdowns. And at the end of the day, when he does go on Kenny Main in, in his last sports center a month ago or so, and he says he loves his teammates and he loves his coaches, that same guy two days ago talked about how they made jokes about not going for it on fourth down in the NFC Championship game, essentially throwing Matt LaFleur under the bus, which is really a big supporter for Aaron Rodgers in that 1265 Lombardi Avenue address. So you may love Aaron Rodgers, but just know your love is because of what he does on the field. Because the way you described it, I don't think you actually love the Aaron Rodgers who is exploring himself and uh, getting engaged and smoking a lot of weed. Are you laughing at exploring himself? Yeah. Yeah, exploring yourself like... What do you think of when you think of exploring yourself? Like, yeah, growing up almost through puberty years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, poor choice of words, but you guys got where How I was How did going. you explore yourself back then, Benny? Like, what was your exploration like? Are we doing this? <laughs> what do you mean, are we doing this? I'm asking you a question. I mean, the first time that I got in trouble was in fourth, third or fourth grade, like, when I searched, like boobs on the computer. And then this was like, this was like back in the day when pop ups were around. And oh no! And my parents opened up my computer. Pew 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 pew! Pop up, pop up, pop up. It was your computer, or was I, it the family computer? It was like like a like a really old laptop that I that I had that they like it barely worked, but I used it to discover life. Discovered life. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Uh Josh from Jefferson, he says he's got it figured out. Says Benny, maybe if you promise to stop peeing in bottles, then Rogers will appreciate your sacrifice and come back to us. Honestly, guys, like this is this is no BS. I have not peed in a bottle in, in like in recent memory, which is like probably over a month. Hmm. And I you I don't care if Josh does his, applause, yeah, Joshy. I don't care if you do your hmm or not. I really do know. I really do know that I have not peed in a bottle and it's been a very 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 long time 800-990-3776 we'll go to Daryl in Lake Geneva Daryl welcome to Scalzo and Brust hi Scalzo and Brust Um, so to put the whole Aaron Rodgers thing into perspective Mm -hmm. and I know you guys like your games and your trivia and stuff like that if you were to put Aaron Rodgers in a category with his peers, do you think he'd be in the top half or the bottom half of that category? Of what? Like based on merit, like like quality of play, or like what? Based on what? Okay, that's a good question. How about the number of quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls? And do you know how many of them there are? You're saying of active quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls or of all-time quarterbacks? Historically, if you take Aaron Rodgers' statistics as a a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, Mm -hmm. how does he rate against the other? And I'll tell you, there's 29 of them. I mean, you got to take, man. Just get it off, Daryl. He's in the bottom half because okay. he's only won one. So anybody who's won more than one would be above him, in which there's, what, a list of 10, 15 of those quarterbacks? Well, it's not only the number of wins. It's like 
you know, they didn't have quarterback ratings back. What are you saying, man? What does it mean? I'm we're giving the whoop de doo right now. That, no, let him finish. I'm just saying that Aaron Rodgers is probably in the bottom 50%. Oh, he is in the bottom 50% of quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. And we can do better than that. Thank you for the call, Daryl. You're on the love train. Thank you for the call. 800-990-3776. Get 800-990-3776. Josh, he's on the phone, so I'll do it myself. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to I mean, it's hard to have a conversation uh, about it if I don't understand if we're talking about wins, if we're talking about, like, I, I first thought he meant, like, the who was the biggest jerk in the out of all the quarterbacks. Like, I didn't even think he was talking about uh, players necessarily or success there. Yeah, and, and then, I like, my head was going to, all right, are we saying Aaron Rodgers because he's one of 29 quarterbacks that has won a Super Bowl is a great thing? Because we can also go to the fact that he's one in four in NFC Championship games, which we can get into the conversation of, does he deserve the blame or does he not? Was it the defense or was it him? There was a lot of places we was, could have gone. Was he one game sample sizing like how Aaron Rodgers fared in the Super Bowl? No, he is saying that it is not good enough that Aaron that like it, ultimately he left the call saying Aaron Rodgers was not good enough <laughs> Aaron as Green Bay Packers Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He is one of probably the 10 best quarterbacks to ever play in the <laughs> NFL. Now, are there shortcomings? Yes. Do I think that his personality affected how his the success of his teams? Yeah, I do quite frankly, but he is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. All-timer, all-time great. Maybe, maybe by the grace of God, you could follow up Favre to Rogers to love and get better every single time. But that's a big ask. 800-990-3776. We'll go to Ron in the key. Ron, welcome in to Scalzo and Brust. Ron dropped off. Ron's not there. Now, here's the thing, Josh. When you had put Daryl's call up, you wrote something next to Daryl's name, Daryl from Lake Geneva. You said he had, like, a factoid that was going to blow our mind, and yes. my mind was blown on no factoid whatsoever. He, he, could, he, he couldn't land the plane. Daryl had trouble landing, but the, his, his, his quote to me was, I have a factoid that would stimulate conversation, and the only conversation that's happened is utter confusion. Well, I think Greg's was, trying to keep us on the rails here, I'm doing but my best. I don't know. He said nothing. Let's he, replay it. Let's let's let, let's replay that no, call. No, that's, that would be bad. Because we're gonna we're gonna land the plane for him. But you're talking about how bad the call was, yeah, and then you're like, oh, let's just play idea. it again. Let's just play it again. I was, I was just gonna try to help put his thoughts together because I'm a guy who can't land the plane sometimes, so I might be able to speak his language. Could be, uh, Benny. It's five thirty. You know what time that means. It's time to uh, pull up the Eat Street app and uh, put the orders in. So by the time that I get home, new parent. Uh, have dinner waiting for me. Yeah, and I did not have the luxury of being able to order what I wanted at lunch today. So now I have the luxury of taking control of my order by going to my Eat Street app. The Bucks game is on tonight. Guess what? The Milwaukee Bucks are the official food delivery part the Eat Street is the official food delivery partner of the Milwaukee Bucks. So when you're watching the Milwaukee Bucks, make sure you order some of Eat Street's Great options on their app. And if you're a new customer, you get seven days free delivery. Also, here's the deal. If you're going to concerts anywhere, concerts, you're going to Lake Wingra, you're on the Capitol Square, you can get food delivered to hike trails, lakes. They will make it easy for you 
Go to Eat Street, download the app, and experience convenience. Who do you trust when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers conversation? Do you trust the media who's saying, nope, Aaron's dug in. This is real. Do you trust his former teammates like James Jones who are saying, no, this is solvable. We can figure this out. Do you trust me, the number one Aaron Rodgers supporter? Do you trust Benny Boogies? Like, who do you trust? 800-990-3776. And we've heard every reason why he's mad and every reason why he's not mad. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers is this upset with the Green Bay Packers? 800-990-3776. 776. We will open up the phone lines. We'll get to you. Who can give us a better call than Daryl just did? That's next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. You did also talk about your babysitter applying Vaseline to your... I was a child. I was a isn't child. That like, isn't that like a thing for like babies, though? <laughs> I never grew out of this. <laughs> like, isn't it because you're wearing diapers? Yeah, I mean, you apply certain things to your so, baby to make sure they don't get, like, diaper why rash. Why were you doing it as an eight-year-old? Because I used too much toilet paper. You still do it. I guarantee you, you don't, you don't know how to wipe. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. Company across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Josh Dimaggio running the show along with Alex Strofe. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, 800-990-3776. Is Ron back, Joshy? No. Oh, okay. I just see it still on the sheet, so I didn't know. My bad. It's all good. Having a lot of technical difficulties right now on my own. If I'm being perfectly honest, I can't get internet on my computer right now. Uh, I'm flying b- I'm blind. Ben Brust is now going to be running the text line. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. One, so. I did it yesterday, and I barely could land the plane yesterday. Uh, 800-990-3776. You can text Benny. You can call us. We'll open up the phone lines. Get to you, because we do want to talk some Aaron Rodgers, and we're talking about who do you trust when it comes to the Aaron Rodgers situation, because it seems like every day the narrative changes. Nobody knows who exactly exactly to trust and we've got the uh the um poll up on twitter at scalzo and brust right now asking who you trust the most when it comes to it is it the media is it his former teammates right now rogers former teammates at 68 percent. the media only at seven percent greg aaron rogers number one supporter in second place at 14 percent. the packers front office at 11 percent. greg is not in second place at 14 percent did he lie? No, I am in second place. I'm literally looking at it right now. I mean, I can look it up too. I see Greg in second place. What the hell is wrong with you people? Who voted for Greg? I'm right. You flip-flop more about your stance with Aaron Rodgers than I I do with the Milwaukee Bucks. I have been the most consistent guy when it comes to Rodgers because I'm the only one willing to say what needs to be said because Aaron's better with the Packers. The Packers are better with Aaron, and Aaron's getting in his own way right now. And sometimes when your buddy's going through a midlife crisis, and he's cutting off his nose despite his face, and he's hurting only himself, because make no mistake, Packers are going to be fine. They'll make just as much money as they would if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Everyone in that building's still going to have a job, even if Rodgers doesn't return. He is only hurting his legacy, his pocket, and himself with the crap that he's pulling right now. And he needs an honest guy like me, a number one supporter, to tell him him what's actually happening and then try tweet to figure him. this Tell thing him. is at. 
You have a voice. You have a Twitter, at Greg Scalzo. Tweet at Aaron Rodgers, 12, I believe it is, and use that voice as the number one supporter. If you tweet him every day daily as that number one supporter, you could change your name to Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter. He will then think he can trust you and want to read your tweets, and then next thing you know, boom, you fixed everything for Green Bay Packers Nation. I feel like the last time Greg got prompted to tweet somebody he got into a spat with, <laughs> with an Olympian. <laughs> Alexi Lawless, yes. I was pressured into tweeting something, and I tweeted about Alexi Lawless being the ugliest soccer player of all time, and Alexi Lawless took offense to it. Well, 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 that's the thing. Look how much power you have. You got an Olympian to go back and forth with you. But As Aaron Rodgers... Like, like, soccer players are the best-looking I don't know what he looks like, but here my, here's my Look point. Look him up. My point is, if you can get Alexi Lawless, a, an Olympian, to come to come back in conversation with you as Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter, if you send him supporting messages, stuff he needs to see and hear, he may engage with you, and you may save Green Bay Packer Nation. Me and Aaron have our own ways of communicating with each other. He's currently not talking to me right now, but that's okay because I care about him, and a lot of times Aaron doesn't really talk to the people that care about him the most. So, have you uh, been cut off? I, I don't know. I mean, he just hasn't responded to me recently. Uh, one of Tauscher's buddies, who I usually do trust when it comes to things like this, Mark Tauscher, host of Wildey and Tausch, uh, weekdays 9 to noon across these very stations, he talked about what he knows, what's the latest, after talking to some people who were with Mark Murphy. I'll say this. Oh, this okay. is what I will say. I asked them. They told me kind of the gist of the conversation. I'm not going to get into that because that's not my place. But I will say... A lot of pessimism. That's what I will say. A lot of pessimism. That's what I'll say. I'm speechless. So you're telling me that Mark Murphy expressed... No, no, no. I am not telling you what Mark Murphy said. I am telling you those guys felt more pessimistic after talking with Mark than than before the round started. Let's Let's just put it all together. Mark Murphy, without being prompted by the group brought up Aaron Rodgers, and the group ended up pessimistic about the conversation. Correct. That Mark Tauscher on his thoughts with his friends about Mark Murphy, but more importantly, on the 800-990-3776, Galzo and Brust, patent official, all-new talk and text line, Jonah in Cedarburg chimes in with some great information. He can confirm that Lawless is one ugly dude as Greg Scalzo got into a spat with the ugliest soccer player of all time. I think, look, it was all about just soccer players are the best looking athletes to me. Like, up and down consistency. Like, soccer players tend to be Adonis like. Like, they're gorgeous. And then you've just got Lexi Lawless trotting out there with the wild red <laughs> hair everywhere, unkempt, like, not even looking like he's in shape. Now, he's, I'm sure he's a good soccer player. I'm sure he's good on TV. But, he's like, all right. when it comes to soccer players, like, even there's even an ugly soccer player. Reminds <laughs> me of Aaron Rodgers right now in this awkward phase as he's got going on with his hair and wearing the white t shirts. I get it, Greg. I get it. You're, but, you're spinning an intricate web here. You're you're on you're on it today. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Uh, but what what Tausch is saying about Uh-oh, Mark? Now Mur- there's pressure. I don't know. What? There's no pressure. Keep going. What Tausch is saying about Mark Murphy about how he feels all this pessimism. Yeah, there's pessimism. Look, the only thing that could possibly happen in my eyes is that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers can figure this out for one more year because there's just no damn way. That over the next three years, this circus can continue. Like, I, I can't see a scenario in which every year at the end of the season, Aaron says he's unhappy and then they, like, kind of force him to come back. Like, 
There's no way the circus could be around the Green Bay Packers and them be a successful franchise if this happens every offseason. I would agree, and I think that that's okay, and the Packers want him back. If they get him back for one more year, you should know what you have in Jordan Love by the end of the season. You'll get to see him in some preseason games, you get to work with him for another full year, and then if you do trade Aaron Rodgers, you're either handing the keys off to Jordan Love, or you're trading Rodgers and you're getting enough picks back in return where you can reinvest in a different quarterback exactly. for the future. So I, I, I could see what you're saying there. Uh, what's amazing to me, though, is that we hear a lot of the negativity around this from the Packers camp. Where you hear the chance to come back is the people that Aaron Rodgers is talking to, right? And that, again, makes me believe that Aaron Rodgers will return. And the end of this story arc, the end of this story arc, I hate when Ben Brust is on the text line because he doesn't pay attention to a single thing. He just raises his hand up like there's a funny text that I'm going to read. He doesn't pay attention at all, and he's going to have to wait for me to finish my thought here. What that means to me is the end of this story arc is Aaron Rodgers returning to the Packers because what Aaron continues to do is try to leave that door open by by being as critical of the Packers as possible, playing cyber warfare through everybody he possibly can, ripping everybody in the organization, including his coach, who he quote-unquote loves, and ultimately continuing to leave the door open by not talking to anybody like like directly or saying anything directly so he can come back, act like the hero, say, hey, I'm here for my my fans, for my teammates, for my coaches, and I want to bring more players, more power back to the player side. I am the martyr. I am the guy that is sacrificing myself and my career for the benefit of player empowerment moving forward. That's how this story arc ends, and the Packers will put up with one more brilliant season from Rodgers. But after that, yeah, I think it's done. But if if Rodgers was the one that was saying, no, 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 I'm not coming back, I'd be more worried. The pessimism coming from the Packers side, I think it's more to just say, yep, Rodgers ain't coming back, so that if he does, then the Packers look like the heroes. A lot of soccer fans on the Scalzone Bros. Patented official talking text line 800-990-3776. Andres from Milwaukee says, Lalas was not a good player. That's what you were so excited. That's what you wanted to cut me off to do? Yeah, I mean, you took you forever to speak. You feel on this, do you? Like, well, come on! You want to know what, too? I, I fed Ben in his ear in Are You Done Yet once you got done with your spiel, and I feel like that would have been quite a good punchline to him trying to interrupt If I you. said Are You Done Yet to Greg Scalzo, he would have talked for five more minutes, so that's why I stayed away from it, Josh. We're, no, he would have gotten mad at you, I think. And then talked for five more minutes. Nah, I, I, I know that we don't have time to talk for five more minutes, but I am going to take another minute to talk about the amazing folks at American Family Insurance. Because you can do that. Ultimately, AmFam, I mean, insure carefully, dream fearlessly. They have been by my side, the wind beneath my wings here as I entered adult life from renter's insurance to auto insurance. Now as a homeowner, first-time homeowner, AmFam has been at my back protecting my dreams every step of the way so I can come out here and have fun with you, Benny, and we can just talk and joke and laugh and ha because I know back home, that home's protected by American Family Insurance. And as a first-time homeowner, the last thing you want or need is to fork out extra money for unwelcome surprises. With American Family, you get coverages that will cover for you for all of those things that keep you up at night. Hidden water damage, breakdown of equipment, home appliances, other gadgets. You're going to find coverage and peace of mind for all kinds of unexpected events with American Family Insurance. You're going to get a homeowner's policy built specifically for you. If you are a first-time homeowner, you'll get a policy built specifically for you, protecting that 
dream of homeownership you've worked so hard to achieve and working with an agent is incredible. Go to AmFam.com to find your American family insurance. Agent AmFam.com. Katie's my AmFam agent. Ben, you've even met my AmFam agent. She's like a part of my family at this point, helping to protect the dreams that we have as a family. And you, when you protect with both your home and auto with American family, you can save up to 28%. 800-990-3776. Aaron Rodgers, who do you trust? Why is he mad? 800-990-3776. We'll get to you, the Scalzo and Brust family, next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. It feels like it's indented in this relationship that it's time to move on. Indented into the relationship? <laughs> you just couldn't let it go past. What are you looking you? for there? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the word. Embedded? Embedded, probably. Within Indebted? the right. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. This is Grateful wow. Dead Thursday here on Scalzo and Bruss. I'm Ben Bruss alongside my co-host, Greg Scalzo, singing his heart away. Josh DiMaggio bobbing his head. Alex Strofe taking his shirt off at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. The all-new patented official Scalzo and Bruss talk and text line. And the reason why I brought us back into the show is because I feel for my friend and co-host Greg Scalzo. He's having internet issues. Well, I he wanted you to run the whole line. show today after listening to yesterday, where I could just sit back, you run the show, and I just judge you the whole time. Yeah, and you can do that now, because I know I'm crushing it, baby. I got a plan for this segment, and I can't screw it up, because I'm the best. 800-990-3776. We're going to go to Steve in Madison. Steve, welcome into Scalzo and Brust. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, We're doing Steve. great. How are you? What's your take? Good. Well, my take, well, first, a quickie is, you know, I almost turned, love you guys, almost turned you off with the whole Daryl thing. Didn't know where it was going, but it was like a bad accident. I couldn't turn away. <laughs> same. We, we want to do the would, same thing, Steve. Well, when you were going to play him again, I was going to turn you guys off, but I stuck with you. So. Not the best so, instincts quick, from Ben Bruss there to say, hey, that was so bad. Let's just play it again <laughs> for everybody. Hey, but you cut him, you cut him off, so that was all good. My two cents with Rodgers is it's just a respect thing. Totally agree with you guys. He's one of the most elite quarterbacks ever, top 10. You know, he performs. He brings a lot of wins to the Packers, but he wants more respect, you know. So he wants decisions or decision power that he doesn't have. He wanted a courtesy call when they drafted Jordan Love that he didn't, or didn't get. It's all the great ones. They have an attitude. They want respect, and he thinks he's not getting respect. I think that's the issue. Do you think it's solvable? Do you think there is a way, whether it's money, whether it's years, whether it's uh, Brian Gutekunst dressing up like a baby to a press conference and apologizing to him, do you think there's a way for them to show the respect that he needs? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of think that ship is sailed. You know, is he going to come back? I don't think so because I don't think he wants to be here. I was having a lot of arguments with buddies because they're like, you know, he's an attitude. He's a prima donna. He's a toolbox. I'm like, well, that's great, but he wins football games. Do you want to be, you know, eight and eight again, or do you want to, you know, be where we're at? So I can get over all that stuff. I really don't care. I want to win football games. I don't want to go back to eight and eight seasons. 
Thank you for the call. There it is. Steven Madison wants to win football games now, which is why he's an Aaron Rodgers fan, and why his call almost sounded as bad as Daryl's is because I can turn my head to the left and see the handy-dandy radar. Those were raindrops you were hearing on his car, if I'm not mistaken. That sounded like something bigger. It sounded almost like he dropped a cooler. No way. No way. The rain is right over Madison right now. you don't know how to read the damn radar. It says (laughs) it's it's coming to Madison. No, it's over Madison. It's green over the Madison white dot. But it moves there. You also don't know. If he's on the east side, he could be in the heart of that green. Doesn't it track it? Like, doesn't it tell you the timing of it? You guys aren't weathermen, so I'm not going to listen to you guys. You're not a weatherman. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776 as Greg Scalzo goes over to the monitor (laughs) to pretend like he knows what's going on with the weather. You don't. Do we have a weather person handily available? Anybody? No. I don't know where to find one. We don't. But what I will do is I will share something because earlier today I found out the Chicago Bears put a You're doing great, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. The Chicago Bears put a bid out to buy Arlington Race Park. So the Bears would potentially move Soldier Field to somewhere in the suburbs. And the mayor of Wait, Chicago so they would get rid of the racetrack? They would get rid of the la- the racetrack. That's which, a crime. It would be a crime, but it would it's be a great track. It would be fun to see what it would be like to have Bears football in the suburbs. Soldier Field stinks, and Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, put out a statement that read this when talking about the move to potential Arlington Park. As a season ticket holder and longtime Bears fan, I'm committed to keeping Chicago name in our football team. And like most Bears fans, we want the organization to put a focus on a winning team on the field, beating the Packers, finally, and being relevant past October. The mayor of Chicago is roasting her own team because even she knows that Aaron Rodgers, despite him being the biggest baby in the entire world, when he's on the field, the Bears are in second place no matter what. Got him. Greg, I need your thoughts. Scorched earth right there, Benny. Yeah, guys, I'm trying here. I'm 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 running the show, and this is this is what happened yesterday. So you just want me to react? You just you read the tweet and from re- Lori. That's what I do when you say stuff, and, and then that you, is, ju- and then you, you expect me to react. And I'm always on my toes, and I'm always <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Bears are in the Packers' pocket and have been for a long time. Take that, Bears! Good reaction. I'm more upset about Greg. the potential of losing a racetrack. And by the way, this brings me to something far more important. I'm sorry, Ben. No, no, no. Why the Go hell ahead. isn't there a damn racetrack in Wisconsin? Why? Like, how come Wisconsin has arrived at this place where it is so anti-gambling outside of the wonderful casinos we have? Of course, we love our casinos here in the state of Wisconsin, and I don't want those to go away, but like, between sports gambling, we can't even put a racetrack in Wisconsin. You know how many horses are in Wisconsin? You know how much land is in Wisconsin? You know how many people like to gamble in Wisconsin? Like, we can't get a horse track here. I'd love to bet the ponies with you guys on a weekend. I mean, we can do that. We can take a trip uh, for as long as Arlington Park is there. Yeah, but then we go to Arlington. That's what I mean. So we have to go to Illinois to spend our hard-earned money because Wisconsin can't get its head out of its keister to get to the point where we've got a a racetrack here. Well, Greg, how did I do in this segment leading the show? Because ultimately you took over there the last two minutes, which means I didn't do good. 
Uh, I mean, you just went into reading Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago's tweet at one point. You did a good job. The the Packers were in it. She took a dig at the Packers. And people in Wisconsin like when Chicago stinks and they stink. And she took a dig. So I did that. Yeah, but after the dig, you got to know, okay. Where am I going to go next? Yeah, so the the dig. And then all of a sudden you looked at me. Give me your best dig about Chicago. With a, a look of panic. Give me your best dig about Chicago, Josh. It stinks. See, there's uh, people love saying fib and all that, you know, so. All right. Spain and Fitz coming up next across ESPN Wisconsin. I failed again. No, you did it, buddy.